This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. unclean from birth no fault of his own he hadn't you know somehow had a bad attitude before he was born and God penalized him and yet because of sin because of the fallenness of our world this man was born imperfect and because of his imperfection because of what sin had done he wasn't allowed inside Today's message details a powerful encounter between Peter, John, and a man who had never been able to walk. This man was not crippled because of anything he had done, but he was still seen as unworthy. God, on the other hand, saw this man differently, and Pastor Robert reminds us that we too are seen as worthy by God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. going to be in Acts chapter 3. So if you'll open your Bibles, you'll be able to follow along with us. We've been working our way through the New Testament together. We find ourselves now in uh, Luke volume 2, as it is affectionately known, the book of Acts. As we've looked at it the last couple of weeks, last several weeks, you know, the birth of a church um, in chapter 2, the day of Pentecost, the promise of the Father being fulfilled, the Holy Spirit coming upon the believers to empower them, and a couple of thousand people getting saved. And We're told in verse 46 of chapter 2, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Now, Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. 
In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now give me your attention. I want us to take a few minutes and think about this and reflect on what took place there. You know, it's easy to read something like that and treat it like one of the Bible stories that we read when we were kids and wonder, you know, did that, I mean, is that real? Did that really happen? Yeah. I wish we had the guy's name. We'll meet him one day. I think he's probably still as excited about what happened there as he was the day it happened. Because he didn't expect it. That's clear from the Scripture. I mean, put yourself in his position. Here's here's a guy. He's a grown man. Day after day after day after day after week after month after year after decade. Somebody has been carrying him physically up the steps, up the temple mount, inside the temple complex to this gate that they called beautiful. Inside the temple compound. It wasn't one of the outer gates. This was an inner gate. This was the gate that separated Israel from the rest of the world. This was where the court of the Gentiles and the court of the women came together. There was a sign posted warning non-Jews, warning the Gentiles, don't come in here or we'll kill you. If you pass through this door, you're a dead man. Only those who were clean, only those who were part of the circumcision were allowed to enter. This was the stopping point. This man had never been allowed inside. Why? Because he was crippled. He was unclean from birth. No fault of his own. He hadn't, you know, somehow had a bad attitude before he was born and God penalized him. And yet, because of sin, because of the fallenness of our world, this man was born imperfect. And because of his imperfection, because of what sin had done, he wasn't allowed inside. And so day after day, Week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade, he was deposited outside that beautiful gate. Historians tell us that it was very intricately designed. It was bronze with gold and silver inlays. It was beautiful. That's why they called it that. And I'm sure it was brilliant in the sunlight. You know, in the, when the lighting hit it. And, and here, here this guy sits, you know, inside, inside the compound, but not, not in the presence. You know, and, and, and that's, man, religion had, had allowed him right up to the door, but wouldn't let him inside. And he's there. And day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, he'd been passed by. And so now he's not even looking up anymore. There's a hopelessness. How do I know that? Well, because what's the first thing Peter said to him? Look at us. Look at us. 
And, and imagine, I mean, how many, how many lame people, spiritually lame people, do you pass every day? How, how, many, how many homeless people do you pass? Spare some change? You know, they're maybe not even making eye contact. You know, there's, there's some, there's a, there's a lady that I've, I have seen in Miami Beach for 20 years now. Don't know her name. Don't know her story. Sitting on the sidewalk. And, and sometimes, sometimes she's just sitting there with her hand out. There's, a, there's another just little old lady that just, you know, she walks Lincoln Road mostly. Pushing her walker or, or whatever with a cup or, you know, whatever, holding her hand out. Lame. People had passed him by. Peter and John had passed him by. The disciples had passed him by. Everybody knew this guy. We're told in the next passage that everyone knew him. Well, actually, we read it, didn't we? Everyone saw him and knew him. Everybody recognized, hey, that's the guy that was outside the gate. He's been... They all knew him. Jesus himself had passed him by. He'd been in and out of the temple. Never touched him. Maybe somebody had, you know, one of the guys, maybe Peter had given him a coin or, or maybe Judas, you know, when he was carrying the, the treasury for Jesus and the others. Maybe he had given him an offering. Maybe he'd given him a coin at some point. But there was a hopelessness. And, and I, I wonder, you know, when all of the, the excitement about Jesus and, you know, when Lazarus was raised from the dead, everybody heard about it. Everybody knew. Maybe his hopes got up that something would happen. We don't know. We don't know. He was born this way. He had always been this way. His feet all gnarled up. His ankles all twisted. The bones didn't fit together right. No expectation that that would ever change. I wonder what his attitude was. You know, Pastor Joe up in Philadelphia, I was listening to him teach on this, and he said, you know, I wonder if when Jesus died, maybe this man's thought about it was, oh, you know, my last hope is gone. I thought maybe one day when he's passing by, he would touch me and heal me. And like he did so many other people, you know, he gave them sight. And they were the guy by the pool at Bethesda that he healed and Lazarus, I mean, he raised him from the dead. This guy, Bethany, maybe, maybe he'll touch me. And, you know, did the guy lose all hope when he found out Jesus had been crucified? I don't think so. I think he had lost hope long before that. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
with a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Radio.